0: Welcome to Layout, a podcast about design, technology, and everything else. Emphasis on the everything else. This week, we talk about uh, the fact that Kevin, a uh, Mr. Manager, manager over here, uh, is designing a work uh, again, and uh, what that experience has been like. Uh, also, we talk a little bit about interior design and some app icon design as well. This week's episode is sponsored by Around... My favorite app to to conduct video calls and, like, collaborate over the internet. And also, Zeppelin, deliver on the promise of design. We'll tell you more about them uh, later in the show. Let's start the episode. And we're live. Is this the longest, like preamble like before we actually start recording I don't
1: know actually
0: we've been talking and doing design review and changing notes and talking about apps and stuff for an hour <laughs> and then're like okay we have to record the show
1: I actually really? kind of wish we recorded that
0: I don't know if it would be a good uh, audio only type of content you know yeah it's us talking uh-huh. about animation curves and giving notes on whatever like does this happen in your phone does this happen in your- <laughs> Is this animating or no? I don't know.
1: Subscribe no, to Layout of... Plus for all that <laughs> exclusive content.
0: <laughs> instead of animating 0.95, try animating 0.98.
1: <laughs> I need scale. to say this on the show. Your feedback was so amazing. and
0: You don't need to say this. So
1: like detail-oriented. Uh, Rafa was mm. like, I'm on a mission to figure <laughs> out what is wrong with your animation. And he goes like, I know there's something wrong with it. Um to a point where he was able to literally send me a line of code to be like, Why don't you try this? And then I'm like, uh. I'm trying it, I run it, and I'm like, I don't see any I don't see your problem. And I was like, Oh, what he sent me, just fix it. <laughs> <laughs> so how to be a good, de- uh, become a good designer. Step one, have a friend like Rafa who can tell you about <laughs> your busted <laughs> animations.
0: Oh, <laughs> you're too kind. Uh, no, it's but, honestly yeah, it's just, you, you've been, you've done such a good job with the app that like, if I want to give notes, it's really the only thing I can. It's the nitpicky animation interaction thing. It's great. It's really awesome. It's I love these.
1: It's also funny. This app has really been a work in progress. Like there is, I'm designing different parts with very different moments, and then I've like done an, a second and a third pass at a bunch of screens because I'm. I feel like I'm getting better over time, uh, mm-hmm. and so I'm like re improving, like polishing some screens, like tweaking something, like it's just. I feel like it's getting better and better, and just like more refined over time. Uh, even though the app has been functional for like a year, basically, uh, to do do its main job. So uh, maybe it's also a bad example of what procrastination can do, but uh, it's also been interesting to see the sort of slow and steady refinement over time.
0: Okay, totally off topic, but it just just made me think of something. Um, The worst piece of UI on macOS OS I'm exaggerating probably, but it's been around since forever, since I've used Mac OS and I hate it, is if you go like on a browser and you got the file picker thing, like from Finder, and then there's the photos tab on a sidebar, not tab, listen, have you, have you tried this? So go to like to no. Dribbble and then do upload and then do browse. So you get the file picker, right? Yeah. Or the Finder little mini window. And then on the left, pick photos. <laughs> what? I didn't even know this was an option this is the worst or <laughs> oh, my least my favorite goodness. piece of ui
1: oh wow it is incredible
0: <laughs> so but is also i don't know there i don't, I don't know if don't you're in it. dark mode but like switch from dark mode to light mode <laughs> dark mode is broken on this
1: <laughs> i mean the entire thing looks completely broken period
0: unusable totally broken and it's been that way since like before it was photos like back in iPhoto days
1: oh, i just switched the mode and now I, the only option i have is photo booth
0: <laughs> oh yeah the photos option also for me as well completely disappeared oh uh, god i hate this this anyway. is
1: wild <laughs> it's also i believe the font for the file name is still helvetica <laughs> like it doesn't even look like oh my San god Francisco. kevin
0: you're right <laughs> I couldn't even see it because the text is black and the background. It was is was like, a very you
1: know. weird rendering, too. And there's that, I think that thing comes from mail, I want to say, where there's a little gray dot. You can kind of resize the selector yeah. at the top.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my what God. Okay, I'm going to put a yeah. screenshot in the show notes. I have um, no idea this thing existed. There you go. This is a was reminded uh, someone reminded me. I think it was Ryan, Ryan McLeod. Uh, <laughs> posted this in a group chat we have. He's like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> my old uh, nemesis." <laughs> that that is, is wild, and it's so oh. slow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's loading your whole photo library. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's bad because it starts like your photo picker, right? You want to upload a photo. The list starts at your oldest photo in your library. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want, you know, I took a picture or something from today, you have to scroll through your entire photo library. Yeah. To find and out you really page.
1: have basically a a a small sidebar stacked on top of the content view. I right? think like it's literally <laughs> a sidebar like UI component that yeah. are just shoved on top of the the grid of files. <laughs> this is
0: wild, remarkable, incredible.
1: <laughs> do do you think? Craig Federighi knows
0: <laughs> about this piece of, of macOS. I think the 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 remaining like ten people that actually use this feature they at this point they've given up because it's so broken. So right now no one uses this ever.
1: Uh, but, no. I really miss Steve Jobs sometimes. <laughs> I often like I, I think about the mobile me thing more often than I should. I think. Like, can you tell me what mobile me is supposed to do <laughs> then why the heck doesn't doesn't do that <laughs> i was like oh god yeah I don't that, know. Was that was actually, good
0: actually i I do have uh, fond memories of mobile me it was like one of the first product launches uh when i like started being an apple fan or someone who followed apple news and stuff uh it was around that time i think like i remember i was still in college it was those mm-hmm. first years um you know yeah, it was bad. <laughs>
1: oh, wow. I just noticed in that same photos screen. Okay. Oh, there's more. If you, okay. if you select a file, so you just click on it, and you hit space
0: bar. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, wait. I, I have to bring it up again.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you hit space bar, it <laughs> kind of like fills that like lower half.
0: Of the oh, my box. God. <laughs>
1: It doesn't even open uh, Quick Look at all. It's just this bizarre world, like full-screen view. Oh, my God. (laughs) Who made this?
0: This looks like an intern project. Oh, my God. Incredible. It just keeps getting worse the more you play with it. (laughs) Close the app. Close close the tab. Okay. All right. I mean, Um, I
1: say this, but really, we all have these weird broken windows in the products that we, mm. that we work in. Yeah, We I, all know about those. Every now and then I hear about a thing and I'm like,
0: ooh, that's that's bad. <laughs> let's, let's Maybe go. someone it's from so. Apple is listening to this and they're like, oh no, they found it out.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. it. We, we found Graham. the dark secret. Um, <laughs> but it's, I mean, these things are tricky. I, I find it r- often really difficult to Get these things fixed, get these things addressed, like, especially when you work on a very large product. It's like, and I have to, like people know that I work at Shopify. And so they see a problem and they're like, Hey, Kevin, I've seen this problem. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's bad. We should fix it. But then it's like, who do I talk to? <laughs> like does anyone even own this? And so sometimes it's like a, a week long sort of rabbit hole chasing like, okay who can i who can actually fix this like where can we even find the root cause of this problem so yeah i have i have a lot of empathy for yeah, all these, have these kinds of things oh yeah but mm-hmm. uh but yeah i do think that every team like if you're a big company you should have a team of people that literally all they do is just fix stuff like this They're just, like, the squad of, like, fixing the broken things. And, like, whenever there's an issue, it's just we just, like, can point that team over to it. And they can just.
0: In a big company, I would love to be on that team. Oh, yeah. Because these are just not necessarily tiny wins, you know, uh, uh, copyright uh, Joel Khalifa. (laughs) Uh, But it's just so satisfying. And it makes certain people, not a lot of people, but it makes certain people so happy. Right? Because, you know. Imagine if they fix this in the next version of macOS. You and I, certainly going to talk about it. We're going to be so happy for such a small little thing. Uh, well, be, be uh, the ratio of to like ho- to whoever fixes this in happiness. macOS,
1: we'll have you on the
0: show as a guest and interview. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh man, it all started with the Mobile Me team. <laughs> oh, that,
1: that is true. Um, yeah. But yeah. Anyway, like so. Oh, we were talking about the uh, like having a team to do this. I would love like I would love to have this job on iOS to just mm-hmm, be cool. like working across Apple's apps yeah. and just like silently fixing things that probably no one notices <laughs> just bother me. Yeah. Um, so yeah that would be a very satisfying role.
0: The day to day the end result is great it's satisfying the day to day has to be a nightmare because you have to jump through code base to code base written by very different teams, very different people, (laughs) like bugs that are like 20 years old. This bug comes from next step, you know? (laughs) I don't know. Just like weird stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, It really depends uh, how
1: your team is set up. We actually have a team at Shopify that does sort of that thing. They do a little Mm -hmm. bit more. Like they're not necessarily about fixing Tiny, tiny little issues, like some of the stuff that, that, you know, maybe we were describing, but they'll just take just things that people take as granted and they'll just like take a screen and they'll just like polish it up and like make nice. it look nicer or like tidy up the, the, um, they're called admin quality wins. Okay. There's there's not really like a big like elaborate name, although maybe we should find a, a cool name. Uh and they have this channel on Slack, which is like one of my favorite channels, where they'll just post a before and after. <laughs> it'll nice. just like tackle like random places throughout the admin and it'll be like, Hey, like we just tightened up this whole system or like, hey, our I don't know, our RTE editor was like kind of getting long and tooth and like all the icons were like Kind of old and didn't really match what we were doing, so we just fixed them um so yeah, it's by far one of my favorite teams at shopify I think it's it's really cool what the work that they do so yeah
0: go team all right uh we don't have a lot of follow up because we actually uh, we're recording the same week we recorded the previous episode, so before it aired, so you know no follow up yet it's fine um how how's, how's how's it been this past three days two days since we last spoke
1: <laughs> yeah uh not much i went to the gym yesterday nice <laughs> i got you know
0: oh you know what i got today i got really excited i got uh carpets um Ooh, carpets which i've ordered a while back um and they arrived today and Do you mean a carpet what's or a rug? Difference? oh a rug sorry it's okay a, carpet for me it's the same what's the difference
1: i think the difference and i am definitely not the source of truth for this but i was (laughs) was told that this is how you're supposed to say so a carpet is like a wall-to-wall like floor like the entire floor is covered in carpet whereas a rug is like the rectangle (laughs) of essentially carpet (laughs) that you put (laughs) In your in your living room, okay. Wait, but what
0: about what about Aladdin's magic carpet? It's not a it's not a wall to wall carpet.
1: (laughs) Well, it should be a magic rug.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Magic rug doesn't have the same ring to it.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I don't make the rules. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I would challenge this. We need to do some research and follow up on the next episode. Um, Well, whatever you call the piece of like fabric and other things, usually rectangular shape that you put uh in in your floor uh <laughs> we got a bunch we got one well, floor, like, the I living think maybe room. maybe you well, can
1: also say because now i'm i'm thinking about it like say in your entrance you have i mean like especially in the winter here like you will have a carpet in your entrance people say a carpet not a not as a rug <laughs> like a like a welcome mat it's like yeah like well a, no because that's more of a mat but we have people here in the winter. They have these kind of carpet. It's like a, a black or like dark gray. Just carpet. It, it's not. It's not like a beautiful rug, for example. Like, it's not decorative. It's where the dirty shoes go. Protects them. Right. Yeah, like your floors from dirty shoes. And I think people tend to call them carpets and not rugs. So I don't, I know. don't know. English, don't need, need English language. Here. How does it work?
0: Yeah, we're we're both. <laughs> You know, probably not qualified, unqualified to answer this, but... Um,
1: David Darns, help
0: us. <laughs> David Darns, <laughs> help! <laughs> yeah, because not even American. You know, Americans also wouldn't qualify because it's not their language. Uh, and I'm sure no one's going to be, you know, offended by me saying this. Uh, so, yeah, we need David, our, our uh, Englishman, um, to let us know. Uh, write in. <laughs> Send us an audio clip. We'll play it. Um. Yeah. So anyway, I got a bunch of those, and it it really makes a difference because my home is still pretty much like empty. There's no furniture still, (laughs) or very, yeah, it's it's quite bare. (laughs) So the carpets really make a quite a difference in the overall mood. Um, That's great. How
1: did you shop for carpets? Always find so so hard. All right, and now that so now I said carpets, uh, <laughs> how, do, how do you shop? How do you shop for rugs? I always struggle with it so much. I'm always like, okay, I need to do something different and like find something mm-hmm. interesting. And I really have basically one style <laughs> of rugs that I always gravitate towards. So I just end up bu- always buying like very very similar rugs. So
0: before I need to preamble this, and this is. True for for our rug situation, but it's also been true for most of the interior, the, like furnishing this house, interior design thing, which is I had to not lower my standards, but I had to change perspective in how I see this endeavor. Because when I got this apartment, I was like, all right, it's going to be you know empty, and we're going to furnish this, and we're going to design this as our space, and everything's going to be something incredibly intentional and perfect. And that adds a lot of pressure as we've been talking about for months now, like if I feel a lot of pressure to get the right thing, the the best thing for us and something we really love and all. And that's paralyzing. Cause like, Oh, we need a thing. Yeah. But let me do research. Let me actually think about it. Right. Let me think about in the overall like interior, not just the individual piece. There's a bunch. And so I changed my attitude and perspective towards this. Instead of, instead of me thinking that I'm building my, like my home, my V1 home, <laughs> I'm building a beta, like an MVP, <laughs> something that okay. still feels good and I enjoy it. But like, it's not—you remove the pressure of like this is the final thing, right? Uh, with with a couple exceptions, like the the couch, and even then, not really. But like this rug, I got something that uh, felt good, you know, looked good, not very expensive, and you know, something that you know I'm not going to hate it. So mm-hmm. that's like my my thing now. Not going to hate it because you know there's still a bunch of stuff that are going to. Um, added to this room. So, down the line, maybe one furniture, uh, one piece of furniture or another might then change how we feel about the rug. Now, the mm-hmm. rug shouldn't be this color, should complement this one thing that we got. So, right. I'm treating it more as like a work in progress and like an, an MVP, a beta, than, than <laughs> necessarily like the final thing. So, rugs, pre- they can get pretty expensive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for a rug, I, I don't know. And it's not like I don't think they're worth much, but it's like, you know, I literally just. Step on you. Um, <laughs> um, there didn't there, we establish this?
1: They're a piece of
0: art for your floors. <laughs> <laughs> sure, <laughs> that's what the rug people want you to think. <laughs> um, I got a bunch that were the the ratio of like price and quality uh, felt pretty good. I got a bunch of it from Zara Home actually, ah. uh, which is substantially cheaper than some of the alternatives. Like maybe a third of the price than some other things I was looking at. Um, but the bill quality is pretty good. Like it, it doesn't feel cheap. So it was a good, it was a good medium for us. Nice. Um, and so yeah, so we got some from Finn's room, which that is my favorite. I think it's super cute. It's like a polka dot little thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just got like plain um, rugs, one for here, one for the living room. Now, one thing that I've like learned about interior design that I had no idea before really thinking about it was that apparently the the way you're supposed to place your your rug in your living room like near the couch area is the all of the the front couch feet should be yes. on top of the rug yes so you shouldn't have the rug like away from the 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 couch you should shouldn't also unless you have a really small room have the whole couch on top of the rug anyway correct so yeah. I got a pretty big rug because my my living room was pretty big mm-hmm. and so uh, not a to brag <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's a good area so I got a pretty big rug but still if I place the rug like you know where the couch is that, that that's where it starts it's not centered with the room so there's a it's not super balanced. Um, so I don't know if the solution is I'll well, get a huge rug, <laughs> uh, but then then it's a, might as well be like carpeting the whole floor. <laughs> um, so I, this is something I don't know. Maybe just adding more furniture will like even things out. Yeah, um, I think
1: it'll probably um, be probably easier it.
0: once you have your couch and the other pieces. Because the only like focal points I have is like the the TV and the the mantle on like mm-hmm. one wall, and the couch on the other. And so if I place the rug like not centered in a room, but like you know anchor point is a couch to, for the rug then there's some space between that and the mantle mm-hmm. so it's not centered with the room which doesn't feel right so maybe yeah, i just need to add more more stuff to the room that then will kind of just move the 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 center point of the room instead of being the ge- geographic center. yeah point the middle right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah anyway is this is this interesting content probably not but, um, yeah, we I did that, know. and that's good. Also, I, I finally, finally decided and, and bought a couch. Oh,
1: what? So, okay, that's awesome. Yep. That that's that's okay. a big
0: that's a big move. It's very exciting. Finally did it. Uh, what did you get? We've been looking at a bunch of stuff, like a lot of stuff. I've, we we changed our mind in our budget so many times, <laughs> but then we never actually pulled the trigger. Uh, so then time would just like change our minds again. <laughs> And then uh, the past weekend, my mom was here, and so we had the rare opportunity to have someone look, uh, look over Finn, so we mm. could go to a showroom and actually have some time and space to think about things, and I'm <laughs> just like, oh, yeah, but also take care of a baby, and ah, now he's crying, and that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we went there, and we went there with two catches cu- cou- in mind that we wanted to decide on. And so one is the B&B Italia Tufty Time and another one is the Togo. Pretty popular, famous couches, kind of, you know. And those were our first love kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so then we just sat on a bunch, really think about the, our living room with this, how flexible it would be. A bunch of stuff. And there's like pros and cons. The Togo is incredible. I think it's It's great. Uh, I know that a lot of people don't like how it looks. I understand. Um, <laughs> uh, Deb's hated it the first time we she saw it, and then she sat on one, and she was like, "Actually, this is pretty comfortable." Mm. And then, like, it kind of grew on her, right? So now she's like, "Actually, yeah, it would be nice." Um, but the ultimately, I think the 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 the, the deciding factor was wait times, like mm. delivery times, the which Toba is an right important now,
1: factor in these yeah
0: uh, COVID times that we're in. <laughs> So, the delivery times for a Togo today, and this is like the same pretty much anywhere in the world, kind of, it's around 14 to 16 months.
1: Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: far out. <laughs> and that ultimately was like the thing. I was like, okay. We were already on the fence. Like, it was not like the, the Togo was the one we wanted. Um, but then that was like, all right. Screw it. And so we might, we would still would love to get like a, like a one seat Togo, like mm-hmm. as a side, side couch, side piece. Uh, so we might still get that one day, which then it's very easy to like move to the office or like, cause you know, I think the single one will probably even works best than, than the big one. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's it. We got a toughy time. Very nice. excited. Very It'll exciting. Like three months or something. Till we get-
1: nice. I think it's going to look great in your space. Which, which color
0: did you get? um it's like it's like a it's like a darker gray but not too dark okay um we're pretty much we're very constrained about fabrics materials because two things uh, we have a cat so the texture plays a role in that we can't get just anything because the cat was going to destroy that and second we have a baby so like spills and just dirty hands (laughs) so i couldn't get like something like very heavy on cotton because then that, that absorbs everything and it would mm. be a nightmare. So yeah, we had to go with like with, with just like a polyester type of finish. Um, but yeah, yeah, and the color is like a dark gray. It's not a dark gray. It's not black, but it's 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 a darker. Yeah, yeah.
1: Cool, that's awesome. I yeah, really like the couch and just seeing how excited you were about it when we were first talking about it. I think it's.
0: Good it was my first one. Here's here's the one <laughs> thing that I that I regret about this couch, which is now it's I can't escape this because it's documented because I tweeted about it and all that. But like I know that people will say, "Oh, you got this couch because it's the one that Apple used in the thing," <laughs> and it's feeding into the my reputation of being an Apple fanboy, which is, I hate. It's not true. Uh, I was like, "God damn it!" Then I ended up getting the one from Apple in the in, the, in their showroom thing. So that's my one regret <laughs> <laughs> Rafa, let's, be, let's be honest
1: ninety five okay no wait let me let me go back okay a hundred percent of people will not know that this is a couch feature <laughs> in an Apple keynote and be completely not care <laughs> about it <laughs> and Maybe the one or two people who will be able to recognize that as being part of an Apple keynote, there's they're just as big of a nerd as both of us <laughs> are. <laughs> so, that is a great point. I don't think anyone's going to give you shit about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a great point. I, I overthink these things. Like That's why also when I was uh, thinking about naming our kid, a name that we both really liked was Mac. Um, mm. And I thought can you can you imagine the shit that. I'm gonna I get that. <laughs> can you imagine the shit I was gonna get hi if I named I'm a my Mac I'm a Mac <laughs> love the name like you know I really want to name my my son that But uh, like, because of me like i I could do that and then for, for
1: your second child, you're like, well, <laughs> I'm sorry but you're getting p c
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: god uh, <laughs> Well, yeah, that, that is a cool name. Uh, but yeah, I don't think I could do that. <laughs> it's like, uh, hey, Mac, here's your M1 Max Mac. <laughs> it's, uh, t- the term is already overloaded. <laughs> it's fine. Kids are resilient.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I forget if we talked about this, but um, I, o- I always think of like when you have to name a human being and i feel like mm-hmm. if i ever had to go through this process a big part of the work would be testing like are there ways that kids in school can twist the name or like do something about it to like bully <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. the my my child um, it's kind of funny to th- to think about that in the lens of like okay how about mac like that <laughs> Is that fine? is that
0: all fine?
1: <laughs> I think it's it's relatively safe actually as a
0: name. Anyway, cool uh, should we talk about uh, topics <laughs> should we talk about we stuff? should uh, but first <laughs> this week's episode is sponsored once again by Zeppelin and they reach out to us because they want us to let you, know about uh the very cool new feature that they have it's called flows and it's a new way to communicate design intention now you probably um you're probably very familiar with this scenario you have your 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 design work your mockups uh, in figma maybe and uh and then you 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 share that with the with the developer or pm or someone in your team and uh, all of a sudden they are kind of lost in that ocean of frames and mockups in your Figma file uh so what do you do you try to have you know add a little arrows and some annotation on top of things but then that becomes a very precarious state because as, as soon as you move some are uh, some frames around all those arrows all those annotations just either get broken or whatever um i don't know if this is familiar familiar to you is definitely familiar to me so zeppelin with this new feature that they call flows uh is here to address this um what Flows does is you just connect it to your, your existing Figma file. So it don't need to, you know, it, it lives on top of your work. Uh, and it pulls all the frames, uh, in like a cool canvas. And you can then in Zeppelin easily add the arrows, each arrow. You can add a little label to each arrow. And as soon as you move stuff around, all those arrows, all those annotations stay intact. Um, but that's not all. You can also group a bunch of, uh, of frames. Let's say all of these things are just for the login flow or like all of these uh, frames here are, are just for the, for the, the payment flow or whatever, right? So you can make sure that your design, your work is very well annotated. It's clear for someone else to, to look at and to navigate. And one little thing I want to mention also. It's cool, like, if you open one uh, frame, one mockup up in in Zeppelin, you can also have, like, all the inspect and all the annotations. People can comment on it. It's a really cool interface on top of stuff that, to be honest, is kind of missing in Figma. Um, But also, you can have, like, little, uh, what do they call it? They call it uh, flow previews. Like, if you have a a click-through prototype, like a flow, you can just, like, hover on one of, like, the next arrow, and you can preview the next... Screen on that flow, which is such a small thing. I don't know why, uh, you know, other apps never build this. I think it's really cool. Anyway, uh, we're really glad to have Zeppelin aboard. I think this is, this is a great feature. If you want to know more, if you want to check it out, uh, go to their website. That's probably the best place to go. It's zeppelin.io. That's Z E P L I N dot I O. I'm not going to spell Io is already spelled. You get it. Zeppelin.io and our, our huge thanks to Zeppelin for coming back and sponsoring Layout once again. Okay, uh, let's talk about some uh, of the some topics. We have uh, a couple things here. Um, and one, I'm, I'm curious to hear uh, what this is all about, because it says uh, Kevin is designing at work.
1: Yeah, and I, f- I feel like we've had a couple versions of this in the past. So as people know, I think it's well documented on the podcast. I'm a senior manager at Shopify. Um, and so most of the time, I am not the one designing things myself. Uh, in fact, like my job is, is not about like moving things around in Figma and like design, designing things, but I do do a lot of work with teams on giving them feedback and figuring out vision and alignment of like where we want to go and, and all that stuff. Um, I'm so lucky that I get to work with tons of talented designers that really bring things to the table that I could never do myself. Uh, and so it's always a joy of mine to get to, work and collaborate with so many of these folks uh people also ask hey do you miss designing and generally my answer is no because i'm still solving solving problems just through others um that being said every now and then there are these little moments where someone's like hey kevin we, I need your help on something, <laughs> and I want you to design this thing for us. Uh, and generally, they're kind of, like, mysterious things, so I can't really talk about them, um, which is also true for this one. I can't really say what it's about, unfortunately. But, um... I thought it was still it was still interesting to kind of talk about broadly speaking um because I don't get a chance to yeah. design a lot of things officially in my in my workday uh yeah. every time it happens it's a, it's a bit special
0: and I and I um. Well, am I guess I can start, before you even start talking about it, I'm curious, so as someone who's been a manager, doesn't really design at work, but is still pretty much surrounded by design thinking and designers and design work that you see every day, uh, when you do get the, you know, someone hands you over the keys to Figma, like, all right, you want to take it for a drive? <laughs> uh, and you finally, get, you know, uh, open Figma. What is some of the things, like, I want to do differently or like I I I'm in my happy space and I want to do something that I miss or like was what's the attitude? How do you feel about it? Like, oh, it's just like same old, same old, you know, is it different? Does it feel different than it was before?
1: Uh, Interesting. I don't think it's that different from how it was before. I think I get, like, maybe a mini moment of imposter syndrome at the beginning of these That's sessions so I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> I haven't done this in a while, um, and I'm like, I hope, because it's, like, it's weird. I feel like I have a bit of a reputation, I guess, that I want to, like, <laughs> keep up the appearances, at least. That I'm still a decent designer myself, uh, you know. You know, I can I can kind of like jump on the playground and also, you know. Um, uh-huh. So I often like often my first reaction is, "Oh God, I hope people don't regret asking me to do this." Uh, <laughs> I can actually show that I can do a good job, uh, and also it's like, hey you know, who would I like would would people still believe me and give them when I give them feedback if like, like the stuff on the side sucks. <laughs> uh so there's a bit of that. Um but usually very quickly I get over that. It's the example I give is it's like pulling out this incredibly sharp knife. Or just like very quickly it's like It feels so good to be able to, like, bring about a vision and, like, just make things happen. Uh, That's just, like, a really fun feeling. I love designing. Like, I didn't get into management because I hated design. In fact, I got into that because I loved it. And I wanted to give people the space and the right context to level up their work. And I wanted to work with them on you know taking things to the next level and unlocking their potential. Um, so it is fun when i get the opportunity to just like be the one behind the driver's seat and do it exactly like i want. Right? Cuz that's not what it is when generally i work like i might i may be the manager of a team, but it's really not about uh, when i work with people, it's not about what i like personally, it's how right. people can create the best version of their work right i'm helping them get to the best version of themselves which doesn't look like the best version of of myself like we're all different Mm -hmm. so um yeah there's just like a special fun element to just being yeah, just having it being me. And also, I think this, the, probably the main thing that's different between then and now for me is often when I have to design something, I'm not really designing like a real f- feature <laughs> or something. Like I'm just designing something for fun. It'll be like mm-hmm. a slide deck or it'll be, Hey, design a concept, like a future concept for a thing. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I have more freedom to just explore things or to just like not worry too much about a million edge cases or about what's technically feasible or like I can try to push some boundaries a bit more. And that's something that I feel like I've taken from you, especially in the past few weeks where we've been talking about like your idea of, Hey, bringing fun into your work where I was like, okay, I need to design this thing again. Can't say what it is, whatever. It really doesn't matter
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And trust me, it's not something big. Like it's not something that anyone will care about, and it's not any, it's something okay. that, that anyone will see. Right? Uh, so if you're li- listening to this, you probably will never see this, and that's fine. Um, so I don't, I don't want people to like get their hopes up of like, oh, I'm working on this like secret, mysterious religion. Like, no, like you're not going to see it. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I've given myself sort of a mission throughout this exercise to have a lot of fun with these uis so i'm i'm like hey for whatever i'm doing i'm, I'm, I'm dropping these little hints i need buttons and i'm like you know what mm-hmm. i'm so sick of designing these stupid buttons that are just like you know a solid yes. color with rounded corners and white text centered in the button or, you know, like there's basically, I feel like there is four button styles that people use these days. And that's basically it. I'm a hundred percent guilty of that. Maybe more than anyone else. But I was like, you know what? For this project, heck yeah, I'm re- reinventing the wheel. Like, what does it mean to be a button? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, Uh, Like, I want to make these wacky buttons that are very odd and don't look like any other buttons you've seen before. Um, (laughs) And so I'm just having fun, just, like, rethinking or, like, reimagining these elements to be playful and fun and different and unexpected in a way that maybe in a normal project I'm much more about... Let's find the best solution. And the best solution might be highly predictable and Mm -hmm. might be the thing that's expected. But in this project, I'm like, I am looking for something unique and fun and fresh and different. And I'm kind of, I've given this to myself as a constraint to just make something that looks different for the sake of looking different. (laughs) and that is okay now of course i'm trying to design something that like still serves the function uh (laughs) that it's doing but like every little opportunity i have i'm like you know what the normally i would make this decision why don't i make a totally different decision here and just like go something like a little funky and a little wild and a little different um and yeah it's been really enjoyable uh I would say like it's it's been cool nice. to kind of push the boundaries and just see where that leads. It, it's sort of like an uncharted territory. It's like no design system, like no nothing. Like I'm just figuring things out as I go and playing mm-hmm. around with stuff.
0: So it's been very enjoyable. And after have been doing this for a couple of days, where, where are you in the like imposter syndrome? What's your imposter syndrome? Oh, it doesn't,
1: like? it's like, Half an hour, the imposter syndrome phase. <laughs> like, okay, uh, it's like it, it's really sort of a oh god, where do I start? I it, it's the moment. I, I also I'm a highly visual designer. Mm-hmm. That's just where I come from. Some people come from a, more of a UX background uh, and are more about like solving these complex mm, mm-hmm. like uh, like flow type problems. I come from a love of, like, visual design, to be honest. And I think not many designers come out and are, like, proudly sort of visual designers anymore. Uh, but that's kind of how I approach problems. Even though there are a lot of complex flow-type problems, I for me, things don't click into place until I have something interesting, visually speaking, on the screen. Like, for me, Same. it needs to it sounds very shallow but it's like it needs to look good in a way it needs to like function as an interface like i'm not someone who's gonna look at it needs wire. to
0: make you visually like exciting because otherwise i guess i just get distracted by the yeah know. And, do you well, know that have you seen that meme of like the oj in the bronco with a bunch of like cop cars behind it i mean
1: i've watched or or i've listened to the the episodes that they talk about it on You're wrong about i'll
0: try to find it anyway it's a meme in where so the the bronco Bronco chase that they always tease and never get to and this meme is like the bronco is jumping straight to high fidelity mockups, and then all the cop cars is like the process and ux have you seen this (laughs) I subscribe to that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's also my, my process. Like I've never, I mean, back like way back when I started, it was like in, I did some work for agencies and it was very siloed, right? You'd have the UX designers and then you had the visual designers right. and then you had the front end developers. And then I would come in and be like, uh, that's not how I work at all. <laughs> I actually do all of these things all at the same time. <laughs> like, what do yeah. you mean you start building a front end before you even have a design? <laughs> I was like, well, that's just. You know, that's <laughs> we'll kind of do it live. Um, <laughs> yeah,
0: we build a plane on the air. But you know? the
1: only thing I would say is my bar is not even get something that's exciting. It's, it's just like get something that feels like a real interface. So right. it might not be exciting yeah. in the first that's place. Ba- that's, ba-
0: that's the best way to put it. Yeah. But
1: just that feels real. Because to me, a wireframe doesn't feel real. I think I can cheat there's a lot of things you can cheat in a wireframe they're like oh like the stuff is gonna go here and the stuff like things are boxes and eh." and it's just once you start (laughs) actually turning that into a real interface like oh things start falling apart um so it's that little bit of just getting started of like what's the idea what's the structure of this page what's the concept like where are we driving at um it's that phase Generally, that's like half an hour, maybe. Um, yeah. And I'll jump in and just eventually, like, get into a groove of like, "Ooh, okay, I now I see what this wants to be." <laughs> like, there's really, there's really that element of I'm thinking about a problem, and I'm constantly asking myself, "What does this want to be?" Like, where where is the problem kind of taking me? And kind of following that instinct of like trying to find a fundamental truth about it, about the the problem itself. And then like now what I've been trying to do purposefully for that exercise is just bring in some fun, like cause chaos on purpose, (laughs) like go wild with some things, explore ideas that would never fly into a product that we will have to use on on a daily basis. But that for this, this little use case can totally work
0: that's awesome i think i, I i'm gonna make a note like I, I think this can be a bigger topic one day um because i i never felt so hurt uh well this, i'm exaggerating but it, it feels it feels uh i can relate to a lot of this but that also i think if you're that type of person then that also brings uh, a different set of challenges then in the way you work because if you make something like look real then people get hung up on the real oh yeah of d- details. and i understand that even for like people on the outside i sometimes feel a bit hypocrite in where like i'm wasting time designing this button but then if people ask about the button I'm like no no, no but that's not final like that's like that's not how it's it's gonna be ultimately it's just you know a button and it's like there's a bit of hypocrisy even on me like this is looks real, but don't look at that. Only look at this other thing. Yeah, like, yeah. How would I know that that's the thing that you've considered real? Have you this done thing? the
1: thing where you have a fully high fidelity mock-up for yourself, and then you make a wireframe <laughs> so you can share with someone? I've done this before.
0: Yeah, make everything grayscale, but the thing <laughs> you want <them laughs> to apply
1: Comic Sans.
0: <laughs> so this, this can be another topic one day. This is great. Uh man, I'm really happy for you. Is this how long is this gonna last? Is, is this project gonna be for a couple of weeks? More?
1: It's almost no, it's almost over. I mean I, okay. I frankly don't have a lot of time for this, so it it really has to be to be time boxed. So I kind of talked about the fun the I mean, it's all fun. Like that was like the initial phase. There was an element of the the project where and I think it happens for all designers where you hit a thing where you're like, oh. How do I solve this? That's actually difficult. (laughs) And so, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. It's just been, it's just been fun to like hit my head against the wall in places and just be like, I can't figure out this problem. And just having that problem in your head for an entire day. And then you go for a walk and you're like, I've got it. I've got it. I solved it. (laughs) I <laughs> just randomly <laughs> eureka! <laughs> like, it just like these <laughs> ideas just happen. But all of that to say, I do think it is really helpful for managers. If we have any managers listening to this, to every now and then get a chance to just design something yourself again, I think it's a it's a big empathy building exercise. Um, it really puts you in the shoes of like the people that are actually doing the work and like going through uh, all of these challenges. And I think I don't know. Obviously this context is a very easy, good context to be able to like optimize for fun and excitement and playing with things and uh, and doing all that kind of stuff. Not every project can be like that. Obviously like, this is like right. sort of a perfect sandbox. To, to play with things. But uh, but I do think in general, like I want to encourage people to have more fun. And I think you've, you've done that for me in the conversations that we've had and kind of inspired me in that way. Like I was Aww. really thinking about you when I was going through this. I'm like, okay, Rafa's giving me the permission, like have fun, <laughs> like, try to push Always. things. Because I think sometimes we get so worried about deliverables and yeah. you know user testing and solving solving problems. i, I solve problems a lot so that we kind of like lose a bit of the the fun element of it um and the cool part too i mean you get to a point in in your in your career where like you get pretty fast like that's another thing too it's like i'm pretty quick at designing things anyways So it's not Mm -hmm. like I'm spending months, you know, (laughs) like redesigning that button. Like if that was the case, that would probably be problematic. But like I'm I'm pretty quick at just like trying stuff out and be like, all right, like let's go with that. And then let's like riffing on things and then like trying different styles for for stuff and just like moving the thing along. So like within the span of a day, it's like I had most of the thing designs like you know most of the things are there and i can kind of like refine stuff over time so yeah yeah obviously again not a big project not something that a lot of people will ever see uh like it's not a thing that that will come out or be or, or released anything unfortunately can't share it maybe in a couple years like when none of this matters <laughs> i'll be able to share um get that dribble post but it was <laughs> at least fun and i'm hoping maybe internally at least it can inspire other people, to, yeah, like to try stuff out totally.
0: That's awesome, man. I'm, I'm happy that you got the chance to do that and, and that it was positive and fun. Um, for the past uh, two days, or well, today and yesterday, I've been uh doing some app icon work. Ooh, and can I cannot tell you how like maybe nostalgic it's I'm been? I'm so the whole bad at app icons. Oh, same, same, <laughs> but I'm having fun, but it's I'm bad. <laughs> it's
1: at, for me, it's app icons and brands like just branding yeah, is not a thing that i'm generally good at and i Don't think that's why because the logo. the app icon is kind of designing a logo for an app
0: in this case i have a little gem that the brand put together he's great with that. yeah uh no but, same. but i've been working on uh, on sketch because you know any like asset that i want to export in p3 like they just you know just the way mm-hmm. to go so i've been using sketch to design app icons
1: uh, when you said export to- in p3 i sort of heard export in mp3 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and i was like what
0: dude i told you you know challenge everything like <laughs> yeah, app icons exactly. don't have to be visual We <laughs> just hear it uh now in p3 color gamut um unfortunately figma doesn't support that so and i want that app icon to pop uh, so it's been fun it's been it's like all right i'm working on sketch um i'm listening to the new red hot chili peppers album the new jack white album and it's just like just nostalgic it's 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 a throwback to like <laughs> you know the early days of my career like that, that, that that's the music i was listening to right. sketch was the app i was listening it was using and um it's been fun i yeah, i'm gonna share you i'm gonna share a couple of, like a screenshot i want you to know i, I want to know Ooh. which one do you prefer it's bad it's gonna be bad
1: <laughs> it's gonna be oh okay okay you're you're preparing me i haven't received anything
0: yet so. i've learned about um what's it called halftone Ooh the, yeah, like, the comic yeah book thing play I <laughs> i actually love these nice.
1: how okay which one's your favorite? <laughs> so this is actually was I was going to ask about how do you decide so Rafa just sent me I don't know how many icons you have just in this one screenshot 30 a lot it's like a huge grid full of icons all of them are good I think how do you decide
0: oh yeah that's that's hard now I still want to have like another pass like another, another couple mm-hmm. and that's not all of them but those are you know, probably the best uh yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think uh, like we know that at some point we're gonna have a bunch of these in the app that you can change and use. Mm, right. Uh, but like, but well, which one is a default? Like, that's a big one. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's hard. Uh, for one conversation we had today over this stuff was like, there's a couple elements like that halftone effect that I think looks cool and it looks uh, it's different for an app icon. We don't yeah. see that a lot. Um, but then it's like, but it's not super in brand like we don't use that effect anywhere else um so like how much should we deviate from the brand just for the app icon does it even make sense because the app icon is like a marketing asset um so and does that matter uh or doesn't matter hmm. I, I don't know it's just some conversation we've been having today um yeah so yeah i don't know that's really tricky
1: know. Okay, so I can tell you about some of my favorites. So first, I love the A. There's just something uh, there so go. fun and so playful about the A that there's something that's really appealing about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so,
0: By the way, people listening to this, we're gonna put a I can put this in the Oh you show can put it. okay. Art. I wasn't sure if you sure.
1: if you could share. I don't care. Um, I don't care. yeah, so some some of those with the the big A I think are, are interesting. There's something I kind of like weirdly enough with the, the the bottom one that has the green background with the the mm-hmm. like pink halftone somehow. It's very wild. I think there's probably some some scaling you can play with with mm-hmm. the halftone where like I I don't know that the way it it lines up with the A is just right, but there's something very unique about that. One that I think is compelling to me. Otherwise, I would say I like. Oh, they're they're all numbered actually. Okay, cool. Um, there's something I like about the Icon V24, which is the sort of morphing O into like a black shape with a gradient. Yeah. Right. I just think there's something really pleasing about that. I. I mean. A question for you is: I feel like that that rounded wreck thing is to me is really associated with YouTube, and I don't know if yeah. you want that. Um, so that might be the reason that pushes you yeah, away I from don't. it. But.
0: yeah, that's why I don't really carry that over too much. Yeah, but um, I think
1: like visually speaking, it's a it's an interesting one uh, that I think was. I, good. I was going
0: for the like the morphing O with like the effectively like two circle basic outline shape if i could make that be the the like the tape i don't know what you call it yeah like yeah, yeah in the tape the real um but it, it doesn't really work that way <laughs> it's a stretch
1: yeah um and then yeah i think i mean those are interesting uh i'm curious about those that have the sort of i don't even know how you, like what it's supposed to be but the is it like a cartridge or they have the little eject symbol? It's
0: oh, at the top. yeah, that's yeah, that those are that was that's those are stupid. But it's supposed to be like a an actual VHS tape.
1: Mm, okay, I see.
0: But it's not working.
1: But it's not working. Yeah, I don't think it's quite working, but maybe continue exploring that idea cuz I think it is. Mm-hmm. It is interesting. interesting. It's just I I didn't get the tape. immediately. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Um, yeah. but I this think it's for- interesting <laughs> I also like the f- I mean the full word mark looks good it's probably not right for an icon but it <sighs> yeah, looks it's, really it's, awesome so I think it'll it look great on your website or something um, yeah. can I do a pass on the ones that I think you could probably eliminate
0: sure yeah I'd love to
1: I would say V13 looks great okay. it's two comic
0: book Okay, the whole halftone look is kind of that, right? I, I,
1: but I think you can yeah. pull off the halftone if you, if you want to. I just halftone with these orangey colors. Yeah. Is, it, um, is it comiXology? Or like there, there's some kind of app that has hmm. this kind of thing and it's very comic book
0: yeah I can see that so yeah those that combination of colors it's like a red and an orange no is it's definitely not a, com- a I don't know where I got this no that's a green one right with the yeah, big yeah. no but so but this this effect is like a if you search for uh for, for halftone like this is an example it's a very very used yeah so it's like that why. effect
1: and that color just is just yeah. tips it too far to me over the comic book landscape um then I would say the other one, I mean, maybe it depends, but like the one with the black, it's like the top right one that has the black background and the white yeah. symbol. Um I'm like, I don't know. I feel like you're going for something more playful than that. I I mean, like again, don't don't get me wrong, it will look really good and really tasteful. I just don't know if that's the vibe you're trying to go with for everything else Agreed. in the app. So it's like while it's totally competent and would look great, and I would love to have it on my home screen, I just it just doesn't fit in with the rest of the app as much. Same thing with
0: with the, the black background. A I think is yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That doesn't work, especially doesn't, well here when you see it in the sea of gradients. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, doesn't, it doesn't
1: really carry the same thing. Um, yeah. Which I mean, it could be fine again if you uh adapted the app styling to be more in that like muted right. understated thing then i could see it but i yeah i don't know i, I kind of like the more playful vibe they've got going right now so i think i would yeah uh and i i mean yeah i don't know are you so are you moving i also see like the v23 which is like more the current kind of branding mm-hmm. um so or is the idea that you're going to be moving away from from that one or
0: yeah most likely um yeah the writings on the wall we're probably going to move away from that more generic yeah
1: exactly you know, that's that's my feeling on it too comparing it to the other one like there's just something so good about the the I don't know how I don't, don't even know how, how how to call it like the word mark I guess like the logo mm-hmm. um, that's just so branded so unique and so cool that side by side to it the more sort of well to reuse your word like generic more generic, tape, yeah just kind of like it, it just doesn't stand on the same level as the more uniquely designed elements that the other ones do so cool. yeah but i think that leaves you appreciate a lot it. of options yeah no, this is <laughs> great really good options uh, <laughs> this is
0: great thanks so much for the feedback so, that's really uh, interesting.
1: i mean it's more like just like looking through it parsing through my thoughts all the, it,
0: well that's it. what giving feedback is i appreciate it cool i love it who who made the who made the word mark uh did yeah they're very and cool and it's it's a lot of it is like a font we found and, and we loved it and mm. um kind of really fell in place with some of the style that like icon style that bren was going for already and it's already in the app and it kind of style itself like it almost didn't belong it didn't fit as well and, and this font was like oh my god this kind of makes everything work better um so so we started. That was a starting point, a font which we're, we're going to use in a lot of marketing stuff for like just big heathers. and then the actual wordmark, mark brand tweaked the font itself to have that like, you know, squishy bendy like O stuff that it's going for infinite. You know, it's going for it's going for a lot of stuff. Uh, anyway, it's trying. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's yeah. Yeah, we'll it's that, great.
1: Though. I I absolutely love it. That's awesome. Our thanks to Around for sponsoring this week's episode of Layout. Listen, one of the most frustrating parts about working remotely is that video calls take up your whole screen. So if you're working with others, like say you're working with Figma or you're working in different tools, you have to keep switching between the window you're you're working in and the the screen where you can see everyone on the call. It's really not a great way to get work done. Around is a new video calling solution that is specifically designed for collaboration and working together, not for meetings, because who needs more meetings? Around has a lightweight, unobtrusive interface that just it just floats on top of your desktop and it gets out of the way so you can actually get work done together. And to me, it's really one of these pieces of software that's really designed for the mo- modern era of how we work together uh, remotely. It's intuitive, it's easy to use, their team is obsessed by design. Just look at their at their website. Every little touch of of their app is so polished. Uh, It's a beautiful product with lots of... like little details built in for collaboration uh, they, they do a lot of work to reduce fatigue so you can apply filters on your image, you can share images and notes are automatically emailed to everyone after the meeting uh, they have noise suppression one of my favorite features whenever we use around is the, the gifs that you can put into your image oh my god,
0: Just it's so good
1: always makes people laugh uh, and gives you a good time uh, and if you're
0: not, it's not just like sending gifts to one another. Is a super easy to access, like a little. There's like a search bar at the corner of your window that you can quickly search for for stuff, and it'll give you uh, emojis, but also give you GIF results. And clicking on one just replaces your video feed with the playing gif, and it starts and just plays loops until you you, you hit stop so your entire video feel like now it's a gif and it's uh, hilarious <laughs> it's and, so fun yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's super funny
1: yeah it's really great we love it we love using it uh but you don't have to take our word for it the design community is raving about it so you can just search for at around hq on twitter and just go into their replies and see what people are saying you'll see they're the real deal Around is amazing for all of your collaboration that you're doing, and you should give it a shot. So go check it out. Their website is around.co, um, so you can learn all about it there and download it and give it a try for your next meeting.
0: Boom. I, You know, they're, they're incredibly nice, and they're back sponsoring layout because they want more people like you uh, to know about, about it. Uh, one thing they can't tell me they can't make me tell you (laughs) you know at at my company and my team i picked around as like the the app we use for i can't take all the credit like the whole team agreed (laughs) yeah let's (laughs) use this um you know it's out of every tool that i've used and i've used them all uh I you know we decided to pick around before that we were trying to facetime what a nightmare uh (laughs) yeah so that's it in my opinion the best tool and the tool I want to use for all my meetings. So, there you go. Give it a shot. Try it out. Love it. Thanks around. Cool. Alright. Should we do recommendations?
1: Let's do it. Alright. Yeah, I can start. So, this app we were talking about before, before the show. I don't know how you're supposed to pronounce it in English. It's called... (laughs) (laughs) couverture couverture it sounds French it's a French word right yeah Yeah. for
0: curvature Um, right no or no
1: no it's French for like blanket
0: (laughs) (laughs) do you mean rug
1: (laughs) no blanket Uh, so what this app is it's it's really an app for a a niche audience that is right up my alley It's an app that helps you preview and play with custom easing curves. And so I highly recommend you go and check their app store page. You can see a lot of the a lot of the screenshots of the app. So you can play with lots of different easings. Then you have different previews, and you can add various types of previews. So as you're playing with the easing, you see how your animation is going to adapt. You can change the speed of it. You can change some of the variables. It's highly visual. But to be honest, I think this is one of the coolest apps on <laughs> the way that it's designed. That I think you should get this app or at least look at it just for its design and how it's sort of using a sort of Mac like feel into their app uh, in a way where they're they're not they're not just taking the UI kit ele- or not UI kit uh, app kit elements directly. They're they're all custom controls. But it fits in so well uh, within the Mac, and it's just a really fun app to play with, just see how they make some of the decisions, uh, and use it for easings and transitions. Rafa, we were just talking about some of the easings in the app that I'm making, uh, so I need to play with this yeah. a lot more to, to just get things to look right.
0: And the Martin uh, Luxo, Lexo, I, I'm probably mispronouncing uh, their name, uh, they're German, I believe, so I also... Well, that doesn't help me, <laughs> 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 Martin. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure I've recommended some of their work before here. They're one of my favorite macOS developers today, and one of the few still like exclusively indie macOS developers. Uh, and yeah, the execution and all their apps, and they have a bunch more. And again, I am pretty sure I recommended a bunch before, uh, included the Entity Pro for like finding glyphs and emojis and like weird symbols that it's in your Mac, you know, in your Mac that you didn't know you have. Like, oh, do you want to paste the command symbol? You know, no, that, that that app it's an easy way to find it. Anyway, and yeah, the execution, a little UI details, like even has sound effects. Like Kevin, oh, if you hit the, okay. the roll the dice. In the in the mirror uh, thing, it's it's so so cool. Like with the the custom sliders, and uh, where like the label switches side depending on like you know depending where the the thing is, the pill thing you're dragging is. Every little detail, it's so so cool, so so nice. And so yeah, strong recommendation as well. And uh, yeah, it's also a design tool if you want to design <laughs> custom uh, curves. So it's it's great, super cool
1: yeah the the sound effects really are like seal the deal for this one
0: <laughs> yeah and like, i know like maybe not all but a big part of this is all swift ui because uh, martin has been documenting some of the some of the progress so which which if true you know huge if true <laughs> <It> looks incredible
1: <laughs> yeah it's really cool he's a good follow on on twitter so we'll also have links um to his work on on Twitter. Uh, Speaking of sound effects, I just wanted to throw in another one, an app that has by far my favorite sound effect of any app that I think I have have ever used is uh, Mimestream. So Mimestream, whenever you send an email, (laughs) the sound effect is glorious. (laughs) (laughs) I would recommend people... Put in their headphones and <laughs> listen to the sound effect of when you sa- send an email client. Uh, an e- uh, and, sorry, not an email client. You send an email to someone. It's just, there's okay, like. I'm going to see
0: if I can find the sound and I'm going to play it here if I, okay. if I do. So, this, imagine, all right, imagine you're going to hit send.
1: It's like you can hear the wind. There's like a little. If I remember correctly, there's like a little bird chirping. Like it's just like, wow, it it feels so epic. Like you send your email, it's like you've just like fired it off into space. Um, so shout out to Mindstream for that literally, that one sound effect. <laughs> so, wow. that's really great. <laughs>
0: Send emails with spatial audio. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Cool. My recommendation, uh, I was a bit on the fence about recommending this because it's such a big hack. But truth be told, I've been using it and I am enjoying it. So it's, it's an iOS app called Clear Spaces. And it's the weirdest little app I've, I've, I've used. It's just a way to create invisible uh, widgets on iOS. Um, why, why would you want that? Uh, well, the way I use it is just because I want to push down the icons. So they're actually, they look more like Android than iOS. Uh, is it, you know, all of your icons are like pinned to the top. And if you want to push them down, cause I don't fill my whole page with icons, uh, you can add a bunch of widgets up there, I guess, that will push them down. But I don't want to have the whole page cluttered with, with widgets. So, this is just, they create invisible widgets. And you're like, okay, I'm impressed at like the amount of hacks that this developer managed <laughs> to go through. Because like, I know, because when I was designing my own widgets, and Kevin, I'm sure you probably looked into this, you can't have an invisible widget. Like you can't have an like a transparent background mm-hmm. on your widget. Cannot. So how the hell do they do this? Um, the way you set this up is... You, what it what it asks you to do is you go in the like jiggle mode on, on on the home screen. You're rearranging things, and if you're on that mode, if you keep like swiping between the pages, if you reach the end of the page, you get a new page, a new blank page. Yeah. Uh, but if there's no, no icons there, as soon as you uh, cancel out that jiggle mode, that page ceased to exist. So anyway, mm-hmm. so what it asks you to do is go into jiggle mode, go to that last page, take a screenshot. Um, and also you have to disable the perspective background thing you know when the background kind of moves when you move your phone so disable that take those screenshots select those screenshots in the app and what it's going to do is (laughs) this is so smart it's going to like it knows exactly the position where all these widgets would go you know all the available positions for widgets I guess just crops that part of your wallpaper Mm -hmm. and uses that as a background Um, so hacky how does it know where the
1: widget is you have to tell it because then
0: when you're adding a widget, you know how you have like you can flip the widget over and have certain options. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You 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 specify where this is. Okay. This is top left, top right. Um, also, there's more options like you can have, for example, a clock. So you'd have like just a clock quote floating mm-hmm. right in the middle of the thing. Um, this is here. I'm going to show you. This is like how I'm using it. I just have like two blank just <laughs> there just to push the icons down. I don't know. It's not for everyone, um, <laughs> but I thought it was an impressive feat. Should, yeah, I think so, we need to include a link to
1: your to your home screen layout on a our show.
0: Sure thing. Oh yeah, a shared screenshot. Um, and also, this is so weird. I don't know why they do this, but uh, the actual app like name, like if you have the app on iOS on the on a, on a home screen, or if you're looking for it in what they call it, an app library or whatever, the actual mm-hmm. name is blank like there's no name. Oh, okay. I don't know why cuz clear spaces, but like here look. Um uh, this mm, is the thing. It doesn't have right. a name. Right.
1: No Presumably way. that's the same trick that they use to not have the app name show up under the widget. Like that's why they need to have no name.
0: Oh <laughs> my god. I didn't even connect those dots. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. There you go. God, it's smart. See? Very very clever. Okay. Very clever. So life finds listen, a way. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, by life, I uh, mean Eden Software Limited. Apparently, <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. like on <laughs> one hand, I get why Apple doesn't allow this, but also on the other hand, Apple's also cheating because th- some of their widgets have the. Like the frosted background, right? Where it's like a blurred background where you can see some of your wallpaper peeking through. So I'm kind of like, mm, well, you're cheating, Apple, with this. <laughs> so, yeah, not yeah. playing fair. Good, good on Clear Spaces for abusing every <laughs> everything they could abuse in <laughs> the system to make this happen.
0: <laughs> All right. That's it for the show. Thanks so much for listening. We have a blast doing these. Uh, I hope you have a blast. Uh, listening to them uh you can follow us on twitter we are at layout fm i am at rafa hari and kevin is at vernal kick go follow us we like when people follow us and um if you want to be extra nice tweet at us i don't know say something if you're like oh i want you to talk about this thing you know you can try you can tell us uh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't promise we're going to talk about everything you ask us to but you know that's uh yeah let's make the show a bit more interactive uh, you can also check our website. That's leia.fm. We have links for everything we talked about uh, in there, um, but they're also in your app, podcast app of choice, podcast player, Podcatcher. Remember, when people say that no please. Podcatcher.
1: Don't bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I always imagine remember? like I always imagine like a dream catcher, but for podcasts.
0: <laughs> God, does not make it better. Remember, Inst- remember Instacast that was a good that was oh bad. yeah what happened that, that was, was not good
1: <laughs> instacast oh. was like the best that we had but it wasn't great right.
0: yeah it was uh, uh it existed at the same time that apple's podcast app like had the real tape player, oh yeah <laughs> oh god i <laughs> forgot
1: about that yeah that was Just never that forget was impossible to use oh
0: man anyway uh yeah that's it i think i i think i i went through all the outro that's that's all the the stuff there is to say and our huge thanks to uh around for sponsoring uh this show once again go to check them out around.co for a super nice uh, video conferencing uh, collaboration app and also zeppelin once again for sponsoring uh they're back for sponsoring layout go check them out at zeppelin.io to to know more and i'll talk to y'all next week and by y'all i mean kevin <laughs> everyone else listening i don't know if i'm talking to you i'm not talking to you but you're you know you can listen
1: and See you also soon, bye. also we'll talk in two weeks <laughs>
0: bye no one <laughs> needs to know that the power of <laughs> editing <laughs> that not nice even screen? editing just holding on <laughs> <Yeah. more. laughs> like
1: no no one knows maybe we recorded these episodes like years ago
0: <laughs> Yeah. Notice yeah. how we don't talk about any news?
1: Yeah. We we should do that. One year we we record two episodes every week and then we take a year off. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody notices.
0: Life hack. <laughs> yeah. That would be wild. <laughs>